All right. Well, we're live. All right. So, Geo, did you listen to MSL Monday not plugging other shows, but um, we interviewed Berta Palmer from the comments. It was a good show. If you didn't catch it, cool. you should definitely catch it because the interview was great. He's an interesting guy, and I always love hearing your takes. So, well, you can, I mean, they just get dusted off and repurposed for us. Here. No, I'm kidding. I can, I can go a little bit more in depth here than I can on MSL Monday. MSL Monday, we try to get through it quicker. Um, but it's a shorter show, though. Shorter show. This one's a little bit longer. I like going in depth on some of these games with you and Brad. But Berto, so that interview came about just literally because he clapped back on me on Twitter because mm-hmm. I've been dogging the comments. Oh, I saw the ad. Yeah. I saw the ad. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. So he's been just like, no one believes in us, especially you guys and you, me. Right. And then they go out and they go three and oh. So I was like, yo, jump on the show. Crush me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. You got to love it. You, have you can't to. have, you can't take yourself too seriously when you do this. You know what I mean? Especially not indoor because, like, you know, it's not like we've got information and statistics up the wazoo here we're just watching all the games and vibing you know that's it and and for those that are tuning in you might be seeing that there's only come two on of get us. your energy up get your energy up here there's only two of us sorry that's why you need your energy up <laughs> i gotta make up for brad i get it come get on it. now but yeah so everyone brad isn't here brad is on a cruise as always <laughs> She's trying to get sponsorship for the show. That's what it is. That's what it is. I okay. went to Inner Miami instead. <laughs> well, what did we get in return? Feet picks. We got more <laughs> feet picks. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. Matt, by the way, I am gonna get the intro perfect this time. That's that's a good cue. Welcome back to Golden Boards, everyone. I'm your host, as always, Gio. I'm without Brad, but fear nonetheless, because I am here with Phil Levanco. How are you doing today? What's going on? Just two of us today, a little two-man run here. We haven't done, we have, have we ever done a two man run, me and you? I feel like we might have. Uh-oh. I don't know. <laughs> the Brad Baltimore propaganda will have to. And what a week. What a week for the Brad Baltimore propaganda to take a take a vacation. <laughs> he he I, I think that was his like hidden message to say I can't talk about the blast this week. <laughs> <laughs> just took off but yo daiquiris have been strong on that on that cruise because the takes on the chat on the group chat they're fired they're fired i, I will say <laughs> i'm i'm stunned brad if you're listening you've got an hour to record a video and send it in because we need to get Baltimore this take. take we need to get this take uh you know that this is probably where his take would have gone in so smoothly oh. but you know mo and is Red car reversal. The league reviewed it, announced it, reversed it, and then 
a bunch of Baltimore guys got fined. Bascom. I mean, the list is is pretty hefty. What was your initial reaction? Is that the lead? So this is the lead of the show. Is the red card reversal? That's right. That's how it's going to be tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is what happens. All right. Um, first off, my full take will be uh, thoroughly expounded on on Friday on Under Review, exclusively on Twitch. Check it out. Exclusively on Twitch. Um, but it's so now. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'll give I'll give the Cliff Notes version here. Um, I found the whole I found the reversal perplexing. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I would I, not have done that. Can, can, are you at liberty to answering this? And if you're not, just ignore me. But it's going to make for a fun show. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just curious. You know, is that are those kind of plays flagged by, you know, the officials, or are they flagged by something else? So I don't, I don't know a lot of how the disciplinary review committee sort of selects plays. I guess Ryan and I should talk about it on Friday. That's a fair that's a fair point. Um I just know that plays are selected it goes to the committee and it's sort of whether or not it's flagged by the referees or league officials that I'm not 100% sure. What I can tell you with 100% certainty is Ryan is not involved in the mm. disciplinary review committee. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. That's cool. That's good information. Well, you want know. an independent board, right? So you want his yeah. decision is is that would obviously influence, right? So the disciplinary review committee is an independent board uh, made up of people I'm I'm not even sure of. I would imagine former refs players, um, something like that, right? But Ryan is Ryan is not involved. So so his take on Friday will be sort of his very own personal views and not the views of the league or or the referees or anything like that it's just it's just his thoughts hmm. good to know good to know i am curious it I, I'm, did I'm kick dying. off yeah it kicked yeah. off these are it, two it teams so is do you think baltimore utica is the best rivalry in the east selfishly yes <laughs> yeah I, i'm Selfish. i I think I'm there with you. Like the so I think the other contender is Milwaukee or Milwaukee, Kansas City, right? That's the one, yeah, that's the one. So these are the two, right? These are the finalists, right? Milwaukee, Kansas City did not kick off opening weekend. They don't play each other. Yeah, they only play one. So you know what? I take it back. We are the rivalry because we actually see each other multiple times this year. And and you see the 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 first game he kicked off. Yeah. And of course, it was with a former Baltimore player. Hilarious. Well, if you remember about NDI, too, 2018, my first year, sort of following the league, working for Utica and stuff, he kicked it off in the playoffs, too, after oh, right, Baltimore yeah. beat Utica. That was, and to Dos Santos's credit, Dos Santos was like, yo, just right, because Baltimore wins in Utica, and Dos Santos is pulling him away and is like, just right. like, let him. You know, whatever. Like, let him have it. Like, let's get out of here. You know, but he decided he wanted to kick it off. You gotta love players like that. At least I do, right? Because it, it adds it adds to it. At least a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's move on. William and Max have both been announced to be going to the Strikers. 
Um, have they accepted the deal? Do you think they will get on the plane? So my gut feeling is this is kind of like that Zach Raggett to Harrisburg move. Okay. Minus the actual playing for the pitch stop. <laughs> which, okay. which, you know, Vanzella and Empire, I think, would have been a good fit because they need a top goalie. I know they have Orozco. Orozco's been doing well. But I think having Vanzella would be such a big deal for them. And I hear Ferdinand's living in Milwaukee, hasn't left Milwaukee. So I just have a gut feeling he's not leaving Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B- Wave is probably the bookie's favorite there to get Max for sure once yeah. this is done. But Harrisburg put the playbook in, right? You know, you yes. trade for the asset that, that is disgruntled and won't play. And and now he's yours. You have negotiating rights with him. You have sort of, you know, jurisdiction. I'm struggling to find the right word here. And I don't want to use the word, the P word, right? Um, but I mean, you know, you 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 have sort of right of first. So right. Harrisburg did it. If you're a baseball fan listening to this, I, as a Met fan, this was the Mike Piazza way back when, when Mike Piazza went from the Dodgers to the Marlins, played with the Marlins for like a week before the Mets traded for him. So this isn't super unique to the MASL either, right? Sports isn't I mean, really unique, but. I knew exactly what you were talking about, though. Like you have no. Who did they trade to Florida? The Mets. <laughs> uh, you don't have to question it. You could just. You could oh, have gone oh. along with it. <laughs> Still <laughs> waiting for an we're, answer. We're in cahoots. No, we'll just move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think that's what's probably going to happen. I'll be shocked if they do play for strikers, and I think same stri- strikers will be in a better situation if they do play for them. I think personally. I, right. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm weird to say anything about what's going on in Baltimore. Right. So that's kind of, you know, shrug our shoulders and move on. And okay. So Venzella and Max got traded to empire. It'd be great if they sort of played for empire. I think it would make the team super competitive, give them a shot at the playoffs. Although I, I'm, there's not a lot that I think, um, I've seen to sort of, you know, Hey look, um, hey look, Jackson in the chat for you helping Jack, you out. Jack Jack's a Met fan. Oh, Jack wow. knows. Preston Wilson was the headlight of that of that deal. Played for oh, so played for Florida for seven days. The Florida Tropics? No, I'm kidding. Nope. Uh, that was bad. Definitely the Marlins. <laughs> Back when they wore teal. Like the Florida Tropics. Tropics should have worn teal. Didn't Maybe they? they'd still be around. Oh no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We got to move on now. All right. Let's let's not delay. The weekend, there was a lot of games, so we probably should get into it. Uh, let's start on a Thursday game, the Texas versus Chihuahua. What's your big take from this game? So, okay, here's my big take. I said it on MSL Monday. It's still my big take, so I'm going to repurpose it and say it again, right? Because this is going to be a theme throughout every game we watch at Corner Sport Arena. Chihuahua outscored the Outlaws 6-0 in the second half. Chihuahua outscored the Empire 6-0 in the second half, the first Mm. game at Corner Sport. Mm. So my biggest takeaway from the game is that the Savage are relentless at home and that their playing style just wears you down to the point where that first half scoreline 
doesn't matter. It's all everything that happens in the second half on because they wear you down. They shoot from everywhere, right? They're deep as all hell. And they just, they come at you in waves and eventually between the travel and, and, and the disruption of routine. And let's be honest, being in Mexico, right? For a couple of days, right? Um, the travel. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a big home field advantage for Chihuahua. So that's the one thing I'm going to be looking for um, for all games of corner sport moving forward. Yeah, I, I was listening to the broadcast, and the broadcast said there was only two teams that or three teams that have gone to Corner Sports Arena and actually taken points away. That's San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was Milwaukee and Empires. If I if I'm not if I'm are you sure to Monterey? I'm pretty sure Monterey won a game. No, sorry, sorry, not Empires, Monterey. Yeah. So those are the three teams that have gone there. That's that's saying something. I mean, that's like, well. Not Monterey of this, I mean, not Milwaukee of this year, but Milwaukee of last year, the best teams all around that had to go into Corner Sports Arena to take some points. So, I mean, it, it takes a top team to to go there. I mean, that's a fortress, and and they know how to yeah. play there. They know how to use all their advantages. I think for me, the big take here is, can you adapt before you're six down? Right? Can you? Right. How quickly can you adjust to the small field? I mean, Baltimore has a small field, but they're not outgoing 100% shooting every 10 seconds like Chihuahua. So that's the thing. And I think Texas, I would have thought they would have done better here than in um, the game to come that we'll talk about here in a second. So you thought, well, so I'll say this about the game too on Thursday. We watched it along here. That first mm-hmm. half, most of those Chihuahua goals were heavily deflected, too. They, yeah, they weren't really clean goals coming into that. But that's their game plan, right? Like, So I, I made a comment there. It's, it's one's positioning, but two, oh, you I made a comment that Chihuahua's just going to shoot. So if you're not positioning yeah. yourself properly, it's just increasing the chances for those deflection goals. I, so I think I, you and I sort of disagree on that a little bit. I think... Um, it's so small, right? And you, they are shooting from everywhere. So you really positioning, I think matters more importance, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, well, there it is. Look, I found the game 10, nine Milwaukee beating Chihuahuas Chihuahuas first season. And um, someone you might've heard of Ian Bennett um, <laughs> scored five goals in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's surprising to hear that Milwaukee went out there and did that, but it's crazy. I mean, this like, was, it, was that... it was Chihuahua's first year, right? Milwaukee went out there for a weekend. I do I do remember this a little bit. No, but look Chihuahua at the won the first game 10-12, uh, uh, 12-10, and then Milwaukee won that second one 10-9. But just look at the roster Chihuahua already had then. It's wild. Sure. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's all the guys we know, right? Yeah. It's all the guys that either have are still in Chihuahua or have been bought out of Chihuahua, which is wild. All right, let's move on to the <laughs> Brad's favorite game, which is in the chat right now, sir, in the pot. Um, nice. is what he does <laughs> mainly in the chat, <laughs> uh, which is City versus Baltimore. That was a 10 6 win 
for your Utica City yeah. team. Oh, you oh, you just stumbled your way through the end of that. Uh, it's hard for me to say because I mean, really, we're starting with a two-game loss. So like, I, let's I, let me do the Utica side because the most of the conversation will be around Baltimore for this game. Unfortunately, but I I can do the I can do the we're not doing the incidents yet, right? So I'll I'll do this part. Yeah, Utica wins in Baltimore when they score early and they score often. Look back, and I did it on MSL Monday. All the times that Utica have won in Baltimore, they're up 5-1, you know, something really big early, and they're taking it into the half, right, getting Baltimore sort of uncomfortable mm-hmm. out of the way that they play. When Utica broke Baltimore's home win streak all those years ago, um, they were up like 6 nothing right away. Um, and you can see it when you look back. If you scroll through the archives, right, and you see all the games – that Utica won, and it's it's because they scored early, scored often, even the playoff game um, that they won down in the TU, now the TU arena. So that's the Utica side of it. They did it again. They scored three quick ones, right? Mm-hmm. And then Bascom calls that timeout, does the Fergie hairdryer treatment on the team. And and, and to Rightly so. Baltimore's credit, they start to pick it up again, right? But Utica sort of really came at them fast early hard a lot of set plays i know the the commentary was about well now we can do the other side of it right commentary was about how a lot of the goals are going through defenders legs and things like that but i think that's i think that's intentional to shoot you know when when the defender lifts his legs a uh, new goalie for baltimore struggled i think a little bit in net especially mm. getting i mean i think utica were shooting low on purpose you know bigger guy trying to get to the ground right so, so I think I think it all went to script for Utica with one massive caveat, massive, huge, and that's Gordy Gerson's injury, which doesn't look oh, good. Right, right, which doesn't look good. So, I forgot about that. Um, Gordy, you know, Gordy limped off, right? And um, like I said, doesn't look good. But uh, you know, Frank scored a hat trick, and now Frank's got to score more goals. For them, but uh, Nilton got a goal, which you know they need secondary scoring. Ronaldinho got a goal, secondary scoring. Taylor Walter Bond got one or two secondary scoring, right? And you know, I mean, the defense sort of held up. I, I Coughlin was great in the first half, um, you know, yeah. and then incident, incident, incident. But you know, he kept him in the game the first half. He got he got Shearer a couple times for sure, dude. I want I want to say before I, I switch over to the Baltimore side, um, yeah. Santana, I think he was he did so well for you guys. Um, some of those plays where he just just stole their ball right from under the the blast team or the blast players, like he 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 looked great. To me, he looked great. Um, Early candidate for defender of the year. Watch out now! Watch hey out now. now! No, he he did great. He he got such a good reception, even though he was wearing blue. that's funny because they booed him in utica but but they did a final boo right and yeah yeah, yeah. no no no. i know i know i know i know um but the baltimore side man i mean (sighs) that's not how you wanted to start the game right and at least you saw a reaction after the timeout um did we like for me it's it's three prongs for baltimore right yeah. One is they need to figure out the goalie situation, and I don't think Quantrell is the situation. 
I think they just need to rely on Zierhofer and let him figure things out, get more game time. Two, they need it. Moy needs to become the guy. But, you know, you, we said it in the chat, he hasn't been coming up big. He's supposed to come in and be a target forward. And he disappeared, and then he doesn't even come back, whether it's an injury or not. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. But he doesn't do it. So we don't have a, a, someone that's going to be our guy to score. And then, two, it's like we're trying to play the same old game without the same pieces. So it's 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 just looking sloppy. <laughs> It's, it's like not a need... system. It's not a system that that is comeback. You know. Yeah. 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 We're trying to control the ball when we need to be on the front foot, but yet when we do go on the front foot, we hit the post like twenty times because we don't have the guy that's going to finish those goals. Tough situation, man. I, Baltimore doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. So, I mean, I I should say Donatelli played great. Tried to carry yeah. them. The whole way, but he's he's like I said, he's just one guy. So the big t- the big question is where does Baltimore go from here? Like, because they're dropping points, they need. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, we started the year saying that Utica was on the out looking in. Now it looks like right. Baltimore's now, on the out looking in. It's that fourth spot, and you're a hundred percent right. It looks like it might be Utica now. That has the yeah. edge for that spot. I'm I'm pulling up Baltimore's schedule here, right? They've got the Strikers yep, this up weekend. next, right? which is a massive game. For both teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, man. I mean, and so. Then, and then we have Harrisburg. Oh, we might. Yeah, we have Harrisburg. No, there. no, no. So it's, it's, it's Baltimore's next five games. At Empire. Mm-hmm. At Tacoma. Oh right, yeah, I forgot they're in Tacoma. Yeah. At you at Utica. Then home to Harrisburg, home to Ambush. So they have four games in two weeks. So that the season might be capitulated like that. Yeah, I mean, there's you can go, you can realistically think Baltimore th- that could be zero and three next three. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. That's what I do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an analyst. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's, this is, I mean, this is now, you know, it was, it was supposed to be a transition year for Baltimore who they signed, you know, and then you're like, all right, you know, maybe signs of life kind of thing. Obviously we thought mm-hmm. they would make the playoffs. Um, But yeah, they we're staring at the schedule now. You have basically after the the stretch of, so I'm looking in January now, right? You've got Harrisburg to close out December, and then mm-hmm. in the month of January, Baltimore plays nobody but Harrisburg and St. Louis. Yep. So we could see a little clawback, but there's too many points being dropped right now from Baltimore. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if those Harrisburg games are a challenge if they're if if because they're they're playing teams that aren't going to allow them time to figure things out. Yeah. So they have to figure things out when they're playing Harrisburg. And that's not a team you want to figure things out at. You want to go there and fine tune things you've already figured out. <laughs> because and, Harrisburg and will, will steal points. Harrisburg you Baltimore's never done well in Harrisburg traditionally. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like it's um, it's tough. 
It's tough. So, okay. So I'm going to, Matt asked the question, but I'm going to rejigger it, right? Because there's a better way to ask that question. So next three games, right? Away Empire, away Tacoma, away Utica. Out of the nine points, how many do you think Baltimore get? How many do you think they need? This sounds so bad, but the way they've been playing, I don't think they get any points. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. The only yeah, team that they might be able to sneak something out of is Tacoma. And I would say Utica. You think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, so they get Utica, what, three days after they play Tacoma? They get Utica five days after. It's oh, a Friday night, go, December 22nd. Play Harrisburg. Yep. Hmm. Ah, maybe, maybe. But how many points they need? They need at least six points. Yeah. They can't they can't start the season on a five game losing streak and expect to make it to the playoffs. That's crazy. Nah. Nah. Out That's of the wild. Heat. It's the schedule is now obviously January is a different story for Baltimore, right? It lightens up a little bit, but you know, that Empire uh, game is huge. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It's, it's huge for it's both huge. of those teams. Because yeah. Empire just, you know, well, let's let's dive into it and we can talk about why it's huge. Yeah. So Empire just played as St. Louis at St. Louis, got an eight-seven win. Uh, excuse me for posting it was an overtime win. That was an accident. Copy and paste. We'll get back <laughs> to that. <laughs> but but they get the win. Uh, what's your biggest take from this and, and why is this next game so big? Uh my biggest takeaway from this game is uh St. Louis sort of coughed it up really that was a prime game for st louis to win and they they really needed those points right empire came out and they sort of guns blazing right um no paulo for ambush Mm -hmm. in that game which was a tremendous loss don't know why um just said unavailable Hmm. but uh i mean the ambush needed that game the ambush needed that game to do anything in the eastern conference this year and they dropped points to an Empire team still figuring themselves out. Empire scored 28 seconds into the game, and Miatovich got his first for Empire with an absolute howitzer. Terrible gritty, but good, mm. but but howitzer of a goal. Um, they tried to come back. Uh, St. Louis tried to come back. SK sort of got four goals, right? And we, we've been kind of on them where the goal's coming from. Robbie Cristo was back as well, put it in the nets, right? So it wasn't just all on SK, but, you know, for for the ambush to score seven, which is, is probably going to be difficult all year, and and to lose to Empire, that's that's a tough one to lose. And it's not a, and it's not even they just scored seven. They scored seven, three of which came from six attacker. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, you do that against some teams, that's a big risk. So it's, yeah, that's um, it's it's a tough ask for for the rest of St. Louis. For 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 me, this game, yes, St. Louis is, is starting to create a trend that they play up to the teams that we think they shouldn't be playing up to. Right. But they can't cross that hurdle, and if they don't figure that out, they will remain the same St. Louis yeah. middle to bottom of the table that we've known them for, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah um, but but let's let's flip the other side, right? Empire. Right. I mean, that's 
that's a that's that's a huge three points on the road, which is super difficult to get in this league. They come back home. Their next game is is the Baltimore one we just talked about. Then they do San Diego, Tacoma, Dallas, right? So, mm. I mean, it's it's every every game for Empire this year. Every game this year for Empire is going to be tough. And I'm even including that Dallas game, which is in Dallas, right? So to pick up three points on the road in your, you know, there's one less team in the West. There's two, there's two playoff spots already sort of claimed. Yeah. So, so that's a, it's a huge win, and it's a catapult because they don't even have their full, you know, I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, Farf, Farf, why, why am I blanking yeah. on his name? Farfan, right? Farfan? Oh, Farfan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Farfan. yeah. I, you know, so he, that, it sounds like he's playing the first game is against San Diego, which is a break mm-hmm. for the Baltimore. But you know, like they don't they don't have all their pieces yet either. Empire. I will say I will say um, two things for Empire. One, Brandon Gomez has been the guy in goal, right? He's been the guy that's yeah. been starting in goal. I mean, he's doing great, but twenty shots on goal. 14 saves, seven goals uh, against Chihuahua. I feel like those numbers don't stack up. <laughs> you need to be making some 80% save percentages against those to, to against St. Louis to be able to at least get these numbers yeah. against Chihuahua. We'll, we'll so. see. We'll see in this little stretch, right? What what he's made of, right? And uh, the other, the the one shiny thing I did see was was Claude 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 Claude. I think it's they're they're Claude. MLS guy. Claude. I think it's Claude. Uh, he I think he's starting to to find his groove with the team. Um, yeah, he, he was playing well. Did a lot of good things. Scored a goal. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be good. He had uh what five shots on goal, and he's a defender. <laughs> we should mention that. So he's obviously not afraid to shoot, and he. He had a, a few blocks, so I think I think he's he's finding his group with that team. I mean, this schedule is a gauntlet, man. So any any three points you can take on the road for this playoff quest for Empire is is huge, you know, huge. Yeah, huge, 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 huge. And then we move over to the east, or back to the east, or stay in the east because they were playing at St. Louis, Milwaukee, up the interstate. Up. We're going up the, up interstate. the interstate. I've never yes. been to the Midwest, so I don't I don't know how to get from Milwaukee to St. Louis. We could sound like completely. I imagine you go through Chicago. Right <laughs> I imagine you go through. I'm mean, like an East Coast bias, northwestern, you know, northeastern. Yeah, because that's not like, really East Coast. That's the Midwest. But anyways, that's the Midwest flyover country. It's, <laughs> oh it's on my God, way to Vegas. Oh, Milwaukee bottles it and loses the overtime game to Monterey Flash. <laughs> I think this game was it was a good game. It was a good game, but Milwaukee didn't close it. Didn't close it out. I I mean we saw so I'm gonna, scoring, I, I wanna ask you I want to ask you what you take of this because I thought this game was um I mean it was like playoffy but it was cagey but it wasn't like I don't know. It was a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just didn't vibe with this game. I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't action packed the way this. Yeah. 
Like the way we like, if you look at the score, you're like, oh, this is a tight game. No, I, it felt like it had a lot of lulls. Um, they were just really trying to feel each other up or out. <laughs> <laughs> they were really just trying to feel each other out and and see, you know, what you know the other team was going to do. Um, yes, Matt Medina did go off, but so did game Ian Bennett, right? Like both of them were going at it. You know, Ian got a hat trick. Medina got a hat trick. It's not like they didn't like both, and he did get the game winner. Thank you, Phil. It's just, I don't know. This game, I think they were just playing too reserved. I mean, I don't know. There was only 25 shots from Monterrey. Monterrey loves to shoot, and for them to only have 25 shots, it's it seems like a low output for me. Milwaukee only had 21. I think my takeaway from this game is Milwaukee is hurt. No Lette again. Mm, yeah. No Andre again. Yeah. I mean, Andre's been hurt for a few years now, right? So, but they're a different team when these guys are in, like a whole yeah. different team. So, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't, there's something, you, you know, that feeling that we got last year with Kansas City that like something, something's off, something, something is awry here. Yeah. And that's and kind it, of the vibe right now. But I think because of the injuries, like they're mm-hmm. not, I think I think we can't. We have to discount them as the favorite. Like that that ship is is kind of on the way. Um, playoffs obviously very much can still happen. Um, sure. You know, I Kelsey. It might have been a great game in person. I, it didn't. It didn't resonate through the TV, and that's you. It's, it could be my fault. Like and I'll own that right away. It just. Well, no, I no. Hold on, I'm going to defend you here because in person, there's an intensity you feel, right? There's an intensity you have, especially when you're a fan, especially when you're there. You see the place being built up. You see it first person. When you're watching it on TV or on stream or whatever, there is that layer that you don't feel that energy. You don't feel that well, intensity. You just let's be real too, it. right? All the games happen at the same time, right? So you're picking your spots, which ones you're watching live. Yeah. You know, and Milwaukee was Milwaukee was my Monday morning game. So maybe that maybe that was part of it too. Yeah. You know, you just can't you can't consume everything live, right? It's just it's too hard. So then when you're watching games and you're picking out chunks and you know you're you're doing your you know the score going in and and maybe maybe that's where maybe that's clouding my take, Kelsey. And then the fair. other thing, and then the other thing is, we put, we put, Milwaukee as like the cream of the East, and then to them to to lose out to this new East team, it kind of, like I'm not a Milwaukee fan, but it kind of just like rubs dirt on my, everything I've been saying. <laughs> I, I feel a little salty right now. <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee, you're supposed to be the shiny hope. <laughs> But yeah, well, I, get it. I, get I, it. I think you know, like we said, there are two big players are hurt still, right? So yeah, yeah. So and then you know, even Ian looked a little, little banged up. I mean, up. we need we need him. Let's. I'm gonna pull up. I want to pull up Milwaukee schedule coming up. We're doing we're doing schedule talk now. You don't know Mike and the Mad Dog, I imagine, right? This is like pure Mike and the Mad Dog is to go through schedules. Well, we usually have a, a special. This is riveting. But for me, this is like the radio I've always wanted to do. Just go through schedules because this is how I grew up, right? 
yeah, yeah, I just yeah, need yeah, you yeah, with yeah. a very sort of you can be mad dog on this one. So you just need a very high, whiny sort of ah, kind of voice I, when well, you do my this. Voice can't go that high. <laughs> <laughs> I could try. So, so they have the ambush next. Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee, you'll be fine. Let me get over this. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we said no, that about week was, one, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. Never mind. Never mind. Let yeah. me not jinx y'all. I mean, it is it is at home for Milwaukee. Then they hit the road two games in Texas, Dallas first, then the Outlaws. Then they come January 4th to Utica, so I'm going to have to show up, look at the wave. But Milwaukee has really traditionally done very well at the Adirondack yeah. Bank Center. I, I don't think they've lost here, to be honest with you. So, you know, they, they, there's, there's the edge there. Um, plenty of opportunities. It's, it's that Texas trip. Right between Christmas and New Year's, yeah, it's a weird hurting. time to go on the road too, right? But the, but Texas is hurting. I feel like those I are just two Texas teams is. that are hurting. No, hurting as as not Milwaukee's hurting physically. Texas is hurting their egos. Right? They just lost it to Dallas, which we'll talk about here in a minute. They just got a beating in Chihuahua. Yeah. Their egos hurt, you know, and they're yeah. young guys. They're young, all young guys with a big ego. Matt, you are correct. The game is in Milwaukee, but that you guys are one in Milwaukee either. So everything I just said, just rinse and repeat. Yeah. All right, let's move over to the East favorite now. <laughs> they kind of are, right? Kansas City Comets versus. I mean, they are. Harrisburg, they got that win, a solid win, seven three. Uh, I think I was the closest one. I said eight three, but you know what? That's not here, no there. Got to throw that in there. All right. The small victories for me. All right, Phil. What were yes, your biggest 100%. takes from this? Uh, my biggest takeaway from this one was it all hinged on a foul call. Really? Mm. Um, it was 3-2. Now, Kansas City probably would have still won, but that was a good goal that Joey yeah. scored. Right? That's I don't like – spoiler alert for Friday's show. That was a good goal. Um, You know, so – I if that that goes in the half three two. It might be a different case, um, you know. And I think, um, you know, I, I think Kansas City is the cream of the crop now. I, I think Harrisburg yeah. played them as well as they could of, but they just they didn't have the horses to run with them. Um, you know, they forced turnovers. They scored goals on turnovers. They scored goals in transition. Harrisburg, um, but uh, Kansas City just sort of you know did what they did. They did what they did, what they did. They took care of business. And they won yeah. a game on the road that they didn't do a lot of last year, right? Now, now it was a good sort of, you know, runway to get that first win um, because, you know, they, they were the better team. They were the better team the whole day. Watching that game in the second half, you're like, there's only one conclusion to this game. Yeah, yeah. It's Kansas City win. Yeah. I mean, the the usual suspects are doing what they're doing. Zach Raggett, um, Rian Marks. uh Lucas, you know, they're just Andreos. He has made such a comeback this year. Yeah. He's just been phenomenal this season. Obviously, Zach has too. He's been probably the biggest piece to this, but I mean the MVP, the MVP campaign continues. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, what else can you say? I mean, they're just proving us wrong. They're proving me wrong. They're I yeah, think you well, were a little bit more, you know. I you know, I 
I try to back my my fellow GMB co-host. Well, that's why, I, that's why I said the royal we. This one, this one was more me. I was a little you'll, bit out there banging the drum. Team. All right, I'll fine. take this one. I'll take this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing more that could be said. Kansas City does what Kansas City does, and they won on the road. You know, and 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 that's it. That's all we can say. It was it was they took care of business. That's the that's the biggest compliment I can give them. Right? They took care of business. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, and the one I spoiled, gave a spoiler, didn't give a spoiler alert, and just completely spoiled was Texas losing an OT win to Dallas. Seven did we? Eight. Did we call this one? We did did we call this one? Yeah, I think we did. we did. I think we did. But no one's gonna believe us. No one's gonna believe us. But we did. We should probably keep clip clip, and then yeah. You know. I think we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we definitely said that. If there was a game that Texas was going to lose, and the only way Dallas was going to win was if they took advantage of the the short rest that they had from that beating that Chihuahua gave them. I think it's more so that, and that's why Dallas. And also, Dallas took advantage of their opportunities, man. Texas had game, a few mistakes. That game was a roller coaster. Straight up. Yeah. It was a roller coaster. Well, I mean, Texas – Texas butchered some crazy mistakes and then yeah. and then they picked it back up and then they had a bunch of mistakes that you know Leeway jumped on real quick. Blas Perez was just shooting these bangers that I I mean that's, that's what happens when you get like an a a you know an international soccer player, right? Someone who rose yeah, to the level of international well, that's okay. Because he does that one thing really freaking well, right? He did get a hat trick. He did get a hat trick. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, as we said last um, last week, Texas lost this game. But I don't want to take anything away from Dallas because Dallas put an effort to make, this, to make this win happen. But I think Texas lost this game. There's a room in this game for a free kick specialist. Someone to just hammer... The absolute piss out of the ball. Yeah. Like yeah. there, there's room in this. Like and I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with it. Totally do okay it. with it. Just do I it. I mean, <laughs> it was it was, you know, honestly, watching this game felt Dallas lost this game last year. If this game was last year, Dallas loses this game, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. because th- it felt very similar to games they lost last year, right? Yeah. You know, up one, up, up three to one. Texas scores four, then Dallas scores four in a row. Then Texas comes back to tie it. You know, so you're sitting there and you're watching. Um, and it's, it's, you know. Dude, Dante scored. That's wild. So, you Good want, yeah, first goal. Those, uh, those, uh, you, you know, my comment on the, on, on that goal. What was that? Outlaws uniforms are see-through. Watch the goal. They're see-through. I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a good. That's a good. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. I'm gonna watch a goal. I, it was a great. It was a great win for Dallas, right? Yes. It was because they Dude, they they needed they it. got they got pumped in Monterey, and obviously it was like. You know what? What are they going to do next? Like, what? What are they? You know, how do they recover from this? Is it going to be like last year's team, 
right? All they said from, you know, the discipline is back and the structure and the two-a-days and blah, 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 right? And then you get that first game and you get you get thumped. So it was, it was a prime game to play Texas because they were coming back from Mexico, and I don't care who you are, right? Your legs aren't all with you. And they yeah. took care of business, and it was a really, it was a really entertaining game. What a roller coaster to be a Dallas fan! Like you get oh, absolutely smashed, and then you go back and you win to your rival in your so almost sold out game in overtime. What a ride! If you are a Dallas fan, um, Kelsey, just the goal. Just watch the goal. Those the, the white ones are see through. All right, let's let's move on before I break again. <laughs> soccer, soccer versus. So, go ahead. Oh, we got one more game. What are we going to say about this game? I mean, it. Well, it, I mean, at least, at least let's say the score right. Um, soccer versus Stars, nine six. Phil, make your comment. So, obviously, I do MSL Monday. I do under review, right? I'm not a figurehead of the league. Right, but I I do sort of you know I I do content, I, so I just want to apologize. Like if you're out there listening to this, and you wanted to watch that game, it sucks. It sucked for me too. I want to watch that game. You know, San Diego scored four goals in the fourth quarter. That would have been fun to watch. Um, but yeah, it sucks. I know it's on YouTube now, so you can check it out on YouTube. But I, I will you know. say, I will say, it, it does suck. We didn't get to watch it. it. It was it was terrible. I was waiting for this game. But a good, a big shout out to both the Soccer's and Tacoma Stars Twitter page because they were live tweeting the game. So you could kind of follow along with it, but it would have been better to watch it. But shout out to them for for doing that. Yeah, I mean, we just want, you know, we talk about the league and we want it, you know, ESPN and on TV and all this stuff. We got to get the games on. Mm. You know what I mean? It just reminded me of something. Uh for those that are fans of the M3 teams, the what were the Eastern Shore Stakes? I can't. Salisbury Stakes. Salisbury Stakes. Thank you. They just closed a TV deal with their local television. That's the awesome. Delmarva Delmarva local TV. Del Boca Vista. Yeah, they will be playing all their uh, their home games. I'm gonna be on your shuffleboard courts. I can't. You have no idea what references is, do you? No, I don't. That's why I said it's gonna be all over. Okay, let's keep going then. Let's move on. All righty. Uh, I'm I actually stole these questions from you that we you always put them up and we never answer them, but this time we're gonna answer them. Sure. Because we actually have time. Um, what team were you most impressed by this weekend? Oh, that's a good question. I'm stalling because I didn't actually write an answer. Um, what team was I most impressed by? Um, I'm going to do a list. Let me do a list. Let me do a, I won't take your answer, but I'm gonna do a list. Monterey impressed me coming up to Mexico and sort of winning that game. Right. Because we were sort of questioning them coming up to the States. They didn't have Edgar Gonzalez come up. Um, so they impressed me as well. We talked about empire. That game was a big win for them. Right. A game that I, I, I thought St. Louis would win. I thought it'd be low scoring. It was anything, but right. Um, you know, Utica impressed me because I didn't think they were going to win either. Um, you know, that's that's probably my list there. 
So for me, I'm gonna just keep it simple. I'm gonna just do Dallas. Dallas yeah. impressed me yeah. for one specific reason. You go from winning by, I mean, sorry, you go from losing by 22 goals or getting scored on 22 times to winning into overtime against your rival at home. For me, that's just impressive. The mentality you have to have to just not care of your previous result, it's impressive. And the team right. I was most wrong about, Milwaukee. Right? Because I, I had them as the champs, right? I had them rolling. They were the deepest team, right? And they, they've just, I mean, they're just sputtering out of the gates, right? So, you know, we talked about it all during the team review. Yeah. Um. You know, but they were, there's, there's, I don't know. There's a vibe, it's a vibey thing now. Like now we're officially in vibe land where I'm reading body language, which is never a good idea. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Baltimore. For me, it's Baltimore. I had serious They're doubts. They're in vibey land too. Yeah, they're in huge vibey land. I, I had serious doubts and then they, I saw the signings. I was like, oh, and I saw the team. I was like, oh, we're going to, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. We're not going to be the best, but we're going to be good. And we're not even that. Oh also, man, that schedule also, coming up. Maybe we we should make a graphic. We should we should make a graphic of Baltimore's upcoming schedule. We'll really terrorize Brad here. Brad's like the day, the, the time I choose. Look, I'm I'm a blast fan too, but I I don't mind sticking it to them because look, they 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 need to be better with the players that they have. They need to be better, and then and then also like I'm so Coach Basco making some crazy decisions, starting. Quantrell over Mike, and then the early six attacker last season. I, I, last game, I can't, I can't. I think it's just they're all in vibey land from coaching to players. I, I want Brad to wake up in the morning. I imagine it's going to be like a buffet for breakfast, right? So, like eggs, the rubbery sausage, make your own waffle, right? A little too much syrup, right? Because you're on vacation. And I want should. Brad to. I want Brad to sit down. You're probably. What do you think? You think he's a, a Bloody Mary guy? Uh, for some reason, I think he's a mimosa guy. You think he's a mimosa? Okay, maybe a Paloma. So he's gonna sit oh, down. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, shout. Yeah. He's gonna scroll through his Instagram, and there it is: Baltimore's upcoming schedule with Geo's just <laughs> terrified face. That's hilarious. We should do that. We should do that. 100%. We should do that. All right. Last question of this weekend. You know what? I'll let you read it. I'll let you go. I'll oh, you don't you don't want to do it? I we can. have we have a sponsor for our favorite goal of the weekend. <laughs> Jason Derulo's sexy goal of the weekend. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. For me. We almost it's... had the same one. We almost had the same one. I mean, mine was Harado's goal from Empire, which was my favorite goal of the weekend. Probably the, the best amazing. goal, the most aesthetically pleasing goal, yes. I think. I think. I went for the vibes. I went for uh, Dallas's overtime winner by Gustavo Piedra, I, just for the vibes alone. And, Matt, no, it's not just because it's Dallas. I'm just saying it, what it meant to the team. Who had a better goal, Harado or Zach Reggett, week one? Oh, I think Zach. Really? 
I don't know, man. That's a close one. Both very good. The new most popular TikTok in MASL history. Follow MASL on TikTok. Do Jack a favor. And if you don't have TikTok, sign up. And then follow MASL. Is is he doing it? Yeah. yeah. Help him. Oh, good on you, Jack. Shout it out. Plug it up. Follow TikTok, MASL. Wait, follow MASL on TikTok. Sorry. Yep. Uh, All right. MASL Uh, Soccer Arena. I don't know what it is. So I what I didn't do is I didn't tell people to subscribe. Oh my gosh, we're doing plugs for the wrong thing, and you're not even plugging. I forgot to do this this ticker. Come on. Oh my gosh. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to Golden Boards. Tell a friend. We have an audio version for not only Spotify now, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts out there. We we any pod catcher you use. So if you're out there, spread the love. Kelsey, it's not Sid's new. Now. Sid's new in the chat. I haven't seen Sid yet. Sid, tell a friend. Oh yeah, Sid, Sid was was here last year a little bit. And welcome back, yeah. Sid. We we love to have yeah. you. Keep talking. Tell about a friend. Spread the word. Spread the love. All right, we're gonna get to the the most. Right. Already fifty three minutes in, and we're just getting to the power rankings. This is my favorite <laughs> the goals and boards power rankings. For those that didn't this see it, I'm going to share. I'm I'm going to share it on the screen here. Okay. These were the power we're rankings producing. that were released today, yes. right before our show. Well, not right before the show, but today before our show. Takeaways, thoughts, feelings. Okay, I can do this. Um, it's way more interesting at the bottom than the top. I think Kansas City's the runaway winner at the top. Uh, Chihuahua and Monterey, you can they're they're interchangeable, but I think Chihuahua's been more impressive than Monterey. You know, even though that was a great win. Um, <laughs> Kelsey, that was funny. Um, San Diego stays the same, of course. I think Utica's a big riser there. That's an obvious one because at least they're undefeated and no one on this pod thought they would be by this point. Then there's Texas and Milwaukee and Tacoma. So this is where things get interesting, and this is where the conversation lives, right? Because this is where the three of us, right, we do one power rankings for goals and boards. I have a lot of input on MSL Monday and power rankings there, so mine sort of get copy and pasted, but they get put the wood chipper here in goals and boards. So Hold on, hold on. Don't do that. Don't do that. All of our power rankings get put to wood chipper and well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The three of us democracy. The three of no, no, no. This is because there's that's why there's one. There's one goals and boards power ranking. So the bottom is where the most conversation has happened, right? Baltimore for me is way too high. Harrisburg is too low. (laughs) I mean, they're undefeated. Like they they don't have a win. Way too high. Okay. For, for, for me, I, like I, you know, Baltimore, Harrisburg, uh, St. Louis. St. Louis has to be not last. Whoa! You know they have a point. Yes, they have to be last because they lost. All right, bring us back on camera so we can argue about this. There you go. It was like I need to see you. I need. I need you to see your eyes on this one. Now this is first take. I need your eyes. Um, no, I think St. Louis needs to be in the bottom because. They've lost three in a row. Like I know they got a point because they of the have a point. Time. I, I get that, but for me, it's wins and losses, and that's why I don't think Tacoma should be over Empire. I don't. Any team that has a loss, or sorry, any team that has a win, automatically should be above any team that doesn't. 
Okay, but but then by that definition, St. Louis should not be in the basement because they have a point. No, I didn't say point. I said win. I understand that, but they still have a point. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But either way, I I just think my, my biggest thing was the the teams that don't have a win are above a team that has a win. That was my Baltimore. Sure, he could be at the bottom. Sure, <laughs> I, I I you know I think. The way that I do this is it's a lot of vibes, obviously, right? Yeah. And then when you kind of get close together, it's who would win, right? Like, that's how you do it. Like, who would beat the other team, right? So I think that's why Tacoma is higher than where they are because I still think that they would sort of – when they play these teams, they're they're going to sort of, you know, take the three points there. Um, that's That's why, you know – I think Harris. I'm sorry. Um, Empire is because I think they'll beat Harrisburg. I think they'll, you know, man, they well, we'll find out if they'll be beat Baltimore or not, right? How do you put Harrisburg over Baltimore? Harrisburg has looked better than Baltimore this year, straight up. That's their fair. performances have been more inspiring than Baltimore. So they played Kansas City, and they played Utica. Utica. And they had every they had every right to win that game in Utica. That's a fair point. I see what you're saying um, because they played Utica. I think Utica is the only team they they both played. They outplayed Baltimore in comparison. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I I yeah. think I think Harrisburg has looked better in their losses than Baltimore. That's a fair point. B- Baltimore has. Uh, granted, the the Texas game, Baltimore lost because of impatientness due to pulling the sixth attacker. But that game was a lot closer. I think that game, Baltimore looked better. But this Utica yes. game, they were outplayed. They were always they were always behind the eight ball in that game. They were always yeah. chasing their tail, always trying to come up mm-hmm. and score goals. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, that's our power rankings. And that is our show tonight. I we appreciate you joining us. We if you if you're new here or you aren't new here but you're not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you tell a friend. We'll be back on Thursday to preview the game, and we'll have a special guest on Thursday because Brad will still be SE. He will still be doing his thing. Uh, but There's no Wi-Fi international waters. There's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> Though somehow he's going to do a Zoom call, but we'll figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, have yourself a great night. Take it easy. That's too funny.